1: Welcome to Brother Date, this is a mailbag, I'm Matthew I'm Judah, I honestly, I expected you to say Star Trek edition That's, honestly we should cut this format and just go to 100% Star Trek episodes so we can get through it
2: <laughs> I No, I can't watch them any faster than I already what am What are we on, 51, 52? I can't watch Ugh. more than one Voyager per two weeks, oh, that's, that's my maximum limit Yeah, that's a lot of Voyagers, for sure yeah, it is going to be week fifty-two next week, though. All right, we'll get to uh, that later. But this, you're right. This is a mailbag edition, so we don't have to worry about that shit.
1: Was it? Uh, did they stuff the mailbag? Is it just chock full of great mail from everybody?
2: Oh, we got some mail. There's some mail. Okay, good. A lot of it is about where the red fern grows. Oh, that's right. It's uh, there was a book report. I'm oh, good. I'm excited. Uh, we read the book report last time, but oh, <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, all the dead raccoons. Yay! All of the so many dead raccoons. Yeah, right, I got it. Uh, so let's just start right in. On the twenty third, Shannon wrote at brother date. Your original book report instructions said I had to do it in three tweets. A lot has to be chopped out. Um, I don't remember that. Was it did we specify that? Listen, we probably did. Okay. Uh. I think Shannon is the only one who took this seriously, and so we didn't think we were setting up a project for anybody or think about how to do it or what the rules would be.
1: No, we put even less thought into this than we did into the Star Trek project.
2: It is true. I put upwards of an hour of total work into prepping the Star Trek project when you consider that I had to copy all of the episodes into Landry.
1: That's right. Oh, God, that sounds... Even that would have stopped me. If that that had been on me, we would never have done the project.
2: Uh, Thankfully, I did it with copy and paste from Wikipedia. I didn't have to type everything by hand or i would be dead uh also on the 23rd shannon writes uh by my own hand of course sure uh shannon writes uh my flat in scotland was across the very narrow street from somebody who was learning the bagpipes judah if you want bagpipes and to learn to play them i'd recommend getting a chanter first Hmm. both for your sanity and that of everyone within a quarter mile radius i don't even what's a chanter Uh, I think it's the pipe that plays the different notes, as opposed to the drones. Okay, I'll bing it. It's the one you play like a flute, I think, but not but not. Yeah, it does look
1: like a weird flute.
2: Yeah, it's like a but it's a flute with a but with a bellows. The pipe of a bagpipe with finger holes
1: on which the melody is played. Yep. All right. I didn't use real Bing. I used Google Bing, in case it matters. I used the Google flavor of Bing.
2: <laughs> I think that's fine. You certainly
1: confused me to no end. Well, you know, I didn't use name brand name brand Bing. I used off brand Google Bing. That's all yes. I'm saying. Yeah, that is true.
2: Yeah. Uh, on the twenty sixth, Ryan wrote. Uh, and this is in response to the discussion about copying and pasting, man, should we stop doing this podcast? (laughs) Or should we just turn it straight into a web formatting uh, (laughs) discussion? Ryan wrote, "Uh, I actually use this feature at work quite often. For some reason, a lot of our forms for capturing information accept formatting when they really shouldn't. Hmm. It's... I never want to paste... uh, All right. I shouldn't say this. Once every... 15 times I copy and paste something The formatting going along with it is useful But most of the time I'm copying and pasting something out of a Terminal window into an email or Something and it's like it's getting The terminal background color and the weird Font right and it's Just not like I hey uh, I was want to put a thing at the end hey I'm, I Didn't want to send you I'm not Trying to send you something from the matrix it's Just <laughs> it's just Google did that For me and I hate it. Yeah, it makes you so wonder. So Shannon's trick has actually come in real useful for me.
1: Yeah, it makes you wonder why they think you want to get all that. Like, why would that be part of the copying and pasting? They should make it well, so. Well it doesn't
2: that... it doesn't even look this so like I don't know. I spent a lot of time in the Mac OS terminal connecting to various Linux machines in me my too. job. I'm
1: plugged in right now.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have that window pretty uh customized, so it's a it's a translucent dark purple background, so I can still see what's underneath, uh, as long as there's no text in that area, which helps me. Like, uh, you know, if I'm if I'm looking at some numbers behind it that I want to use, it doesn't matter. None of this matters. But it, anyway, it doesn't capture the transparency when I paste it into Google, so it's just like here's my purple background.
1: Right. Yeah. So in case yeah. there's snipers back there, you need to see or whatever
2: well, hiding back there uh, behind important the- important terminal work. behind the window. <laughs> Also on the 26th, Ryan writes, I also have questions about where the red fern grows. Why did the mountain lion attack a human and two dogs? Was it cornered? (laughs) Shannon's response to that is, plot reasons mostly. Okay, Maybe it was avenging all the dead raccoons? Oh, it was a raccoon-mountain lion alliance. So many dead raccoons. Yeah, well, it could be that where the red fern grows
1: uh ferns shit we still haven't figured this out I, you know what we may not actually ever know the
2: answer to this i don't think anyone knows where the red shit shits uh-huh um i'll bing it maybe an early example of the literary genre all animals attack all people <laughs> that could
1: be well that dog didn't attack
2: anybody right uh no he was a good boy All scout or whatever his name uh, was. he's dead but uh, also i think there was more than one dog
1: listen billy was that the name of the dog
2: Shit, I don't know. Where the red fern singular grows, according to Google Bing. Yeah. No, Billy's Billy's the man, and Uh, he has a bunch of dogs and also trophies. Trophy the dog. Yeah. Anyway, the dogs are killed by the mountain lion. Oh, never mind. Yeah. But I guess he gets away from them. I don't know. Whatever. (laughs) Hey. Uh, Marjan wrote in on the 29th at Hmm. Brother Date. Uh, And then a quote from NPR Illinois.org. Uh, is she? Is that a regular haunt of hers? Yeah, it's a Illinois
1: NPR site. That is her web browser
2: homepage. Is NPR Illinois? I've been to all of the web pages in all of the fifty states for NPR, <laughs> and this is the and this one's Illinois. Lit. Illinois is the best one. That's where you're going to get the primo news every day. Um, it is a link to the <laughs> official announcement that was made, I think, last Monday. Not this Monday, but oh shit, that makes no sense. Not next the, Monday, not the fourth, but uh, whatever one was a week be- be- before that, February, 11th, before the Super Bowl. Next Monday, damn it. <laughs> okay, the Monday, uh, Mountain Goats are releasing a new album in April.
1: Oh, that's uh,
2: topical to this show. It is there's a collaboration with Dungeons and Dragons because it is about an old wizard, so he's staying conceptual.
1: Yeah, so it's a collaboration with the company
2: Dungeons and Dragons with the company Wizards of the Coast, but he 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 appeared and did an interview and played some songs on a Dungeons and Dragons Twitch cast. Wow. So, you know, like an official tie-in. Did he play Record of Lodos War? Uh, you know, I didn't watch it cuz that would be something. But maybe. Um, so thanks for the uh thanks for the note, Marjan. Uh definitely will be way too late for this Mountain Guts bracket project. Yeah. But maybe by then, Matt will have decided if he has any interest. Actually, the day it was announced, I did send you the first uh, video.
1: That's true. You were ahead of this. uh um, video for the first song. Uh, spoiler alert for later. Uh, there has been a Mountain Goat song in my head for 24 hours. Just stuck in my Oh, head. no! So, they're making... I mean, they're making progress. They have they're, occupied they're space in my head. getting
2: in there a little bit. Yeah. Uh... In response to uh, the topic that I, or the, uh, I should say, the take that I gave for two episodes last week, Ryan wrote in on the 30th to say, at brother date, I purposely remade myself when I was 13. Huh. So, it is something that some people do. Was he serious? I assume so. Because I don't know what it means, because what does that mean? I didn't know until he was... Remade, I guess. ...17, about to turn 18, so... He was already a brand new person. Yeah, he had he had remade himself. So I don't know, Ryan, uh, did the did you find that my take is true? Did the new person you turned yourself into have some new weaknesses you had to deal with?
1: Also, you have to answer in three tweets or less.
2: Also, did you go around uh, touching and kissing and just sort of being overwhelmed (laughs) with general sensuality? (laughs) Maybe drinking green whiskey. Have you found that is your downfall?
1: The sensuality of
2: man That's what Star Trek seems to posit
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, Also on the 30th, Ryan writes I might watch Kantaro
1: I mean, it's it's out there It's an out there show There's, It's It's wild I think what sold me was that those were
2: real eateries
1: Yes And so now, like, if I go to Tokyo I'm going to want to stop at some of those
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. Anywhere that was ever uh, featured on Amablow, you're definitely going to want to see.
1: I don't know if that show was popular in Japan or not. because I w- I, um, Do you suppose people have gone in there and tried to reenact all the orgasm faces and things?
2: I assume it's fairly standard to just do an orgasm <laughs> face. And people order a dessert and then just sit there and go, Well, also, <laughs> everybody that goes to that shave ice place now knows that you can order two shave ices. <laughs> that's right.
1: Well, good, that's what they wanted. They're getting that out there. People are going to be doubling up. They're gonna spend Did so you, many yens in there, like a hundred y- hundred yens, maybe.
2: Were you more interested in the uh, premium melon shave ice or in the salted caramel shave ice with the weird looking whipped cream on top?
1: I don't have that much of a sweet tooth. It was definitely it fluffier. The fruity one was was I was more into. Fruit mm. is nature's candy. We've been over this on this podcast.
2: <laughs> About how, that time you had a really good plum. <laughs> was it a plum? It might have been a peach. Peach? Shit, I don't know.
1: Wait a minute, Peach. It was one of the times long ago before we got into the the surprising realization, at least to me, that Ben doesn't enjoy fruit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, so not only nature's candy, but I guess also nature's shave ice is fruit.
2: Uh, I mean, isn't nature's shave ice snow that a fruit fell on? God, it does sound delicious. I thought of that
1: very same peach sitting on a, just a like <laughs> two inches of snow.
2: You've been fucking haunted by this peach, but like now you live in the South. Can't, isn't oh, there yeah, a peach peaches. season
1: where peaches are good? Yeah, there's peaches for sure. And I've had good peaches out here too. I think I, I, I was in the perfect place, the perfect state of mind. It was a, a time and opportunity
2: for peaches. And I ate that
1: peach and it all just kind of came
2: together for me that one time. Now, I'm going to tell you straight. I don't think I've had a good peach since I was like eight. You're a fucking liar. What are you eating them out of a can? No, I like the ones in the can. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll eat a can of peaches. In Shit. in juice or in syrup?
2: Oh, in juice. It's, or I guess Water maybe in a light syrup. Like, But, you mm. know, it should be the one that's the most juice-like, not the... Uh,
1: not the straight, thick, nasty syrup.
2: Right, yeah. Uh, Same with pears, by the way. I'll yeah. eat those pears in a can. Look, are good.
1: I will eat all of them, but a real good hand fruit in your hand. Don't put the canned ones in your
2: hand. You'll get no. You you'll get, get a, sugar first fist. Of all, you're gonna get sticky. <laughs> yeah, you said it better than I did. You know, bad
1: case of sugar fist. Don't put the canned ones in your hand. Don't put them in there. Don't put the canned ones in your in your hand. Yeah, You're gonna song. pass.
2: You're gonna pass out with a sticky hand, and you're gonna wake up and your hands covered in ants. Yep, ant That's hand, science. Ant
1: hand variation
2: of sugar fist. Don't want yeah. either one of them. Uh, no, like, um, I don't know, I don't know what it is but Every time I get a peach here, it's fucking rock hard
1: Oh, yeah, it depend- okay, so there's some supermarket peaches that aren't so great And then there's some farmer's market peaches that are good for exactly three hours And then if you don't eat them in that three hour span, they're not good anymore
2: Yeah, there's just like, I don't do this, actually, uh, I, I don't eat gamble fruits <laughs> Here are the gamble fruits I like this, <laughs> this is good oranges Really? Sometimes they're really good. Sometimes they're just weirdly tart. I would think.
1: I like tart. I would think that that peel would
2: be a good way to keep them consistent. I guess it's not. Should be, but you have no way of knowing what's in there. Sometimes it's going to be real good. There are very good oranges out there. Sometimes you get kind of a bland, this one is just acidic orange. Wow, okay. Number two, watermelon. The difference between good watermelon and bad watermelon is so big that I don't even do it anymore. So you don't do watermelon? I don't. I'm I'm fucking out on watermelon because if I get it and it's um, grainy, oh yeah, I don't like those. If it's anything less than as sweet as a watermelon can be, I'm just like, this is bullshit. Get me a real watermelon. I
1: don't like grainy, but here's the secret: if the best part, if the part you enjoy most about the watermelon is the part right next to the rind. The soury part. Okay. Then you don't Some have as many do. issues
2: finding a good watermelon because all of yeah. them are sour in that part. That is true. I guess that part's consistent. That's but then, me. Like, I like that part. What do you do? Get a little personal sized watermelon because it's got more of that?
1: Well, there's only me and Marjon anyway. It's hard for us to eat a whole big watermelon. So we only get small watermelons. And then she I can eat the tasty sense. pink part and I
2: eat the uh, delicious white part next to the rind. Number three, peaches and nectarines. Sometimes they're hard. Leave leave it leave it out. I don't want it. Oh, man! But like, wait. So nectarines aren't supposed to be hard? Uh, maybe they are. I don't nectarines think I've
1: ever are. had one that wasn't hard.
2: Nectarines, first of all, are a variety of peach. Yeah. So that's some bullshit. Why we got to call it a different thing? That's because it's not as peachy. It's all hard. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's nonsense. It's I don't hard think they're peach. supposed to be
1: hard. It's a rock peach. I don't know if you heard of these. They're called rock peaches. They're made of. Uh, they they did a baby with um, a golem type, so a part golem part peach. Yeah, mm. that's a, that's Monster Rancher.
2: Look, each of these fruits has a reliable alternative.
1: Oh, okay. Well, now I am instead excited. Of,
2: instead of watermelon, just get a cantaloupe. Sometimes a really? cantaloupe is too cantaloupy, like it's uh, maybe about to ferment. But even that's fine.
1: I would never eat a cantaloupe if a watermelon was next to it.
2: That's dumb and you're dumb You know what I like even better than cantaloupe And this is something Katie and I fully disagree on Honeydew
1: I I like honeydew better than I like cantaloupe Okay (laughs) All right. But either way both those melons are filler melon They're the stuff that you get in a fruit salad When they don't want to put any good stuff in it They put in a whole bunch of fucking cantaloupe or honeydew And they just go, go
2: Here you
1: go here's your filler fruit It's nine pounds of melon and like One grape and there you go That's your fucking fruit salad
2: I forget the name of that cafe that is, was next to the Camera 7 over at the Prune Yard. But uh-huh. one time I went there and I got a Diet Coke and they put a fucking honeydew wedge in there. It was amazing. Whoa. And
1: yeah. a, um, really artsy.
2: A little bit, right? Never heard of that one. Uh, instead of an orange, tangerines. Tangerines are delicious. Um, how do you feel
1: about a good old tangelo?
2: I'll do a tangelo. I love
1: Tangelo's. I love their funny little nipple on the, on the top, that <laughs> weird shape they got. If you're playing Animal Crossing, you may know them as a perfect orange. <laughs> exactly, exactly right. And I, 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 if you don't like tart, then maybe you wouldn't like them because I love how fucking tart they are.
2: Well, like I said, tangerine is my go-to orange replacement fruit. Mm. If I'm going to do tart, I'll go all the way to a grapefruit.
1: Uh, how do you feel about a pomelo?
2: Po- uh, they don't taste like enough like anything. Oh, I like pomelos. I like grapefruits okay. a lot, though. Uh, instead of uh, a peach or a nectarine, just get a bunch of apricots.
1: Okay, so you don't have a, an apricot quality problem? I feel like they are nah. as v- variant as the other ones.
2: Nah, they're always, they are always taste like apricots to me. Whoa. And they're always soft. I've never they had a hard apricot soft. in my life.
1: No, I've never had a hard one, but sometimes they do seem like they might be too, like they've gone too far. Too ripe. Overripe
2: uh if I'm gonna eat a plum, it has to be dark as hell uh sweeter I don't or, want a sweeter mouthed mouth red plum so, sweet, sweet then okay, yeah,
1: I love plums, I love cold plums, like that poem, I love all of them yep uh
2: so that's again, no gamble fruit for me, so it does seem like you're in kind of a middle ground between me and Ben. I like. See, I like the good versions of all of those things I just don't want to take a fucking chance on them I'll take a chance on fruit And there there are many fruits that have basically never let me down uh, An apple, as long as it's not a red delicious I don't really love Granny Smith, but they have their uses <laughs> Their uses? What are their uses? Uh, they're ba- that's a baking apple Oh, okay, alright Um Again, like, when have you ever had a bad fucking apple? There could be a bad spot in an apple.
1: That's true. No, apples are pretty safe. That's true. Right. But I also feel, okay, so this is like when you got a a draft prospect who's got a a really low ceiling and a high floor. That's what apples are. Like, how much enjoyment are you really going to get out of one? Unless it's... So, have you ever
2: had a fucking cold, honey crisp apple?
1: Yeah, man. I've had the pink lady, and I've had all of them. I love apples. I'm just saying. I, That's fucking almost the best thing there is. I've never had
2: an apple as good as that peach, is what I'm saying. All right. I didn't Listen, I didn't have that peach, so I don't know. <laughs> You, we, I have spoken for what seems like 20 minutes now about peaches. <laughs> you draft that peach number one because of the ceiling. That's
1: why you draft the peach number one. Because right. in, in the best case scenario, and you're confident you're going to get that best case scenario. Otherwise, why are you in the game? You're here for winning. What's the name gonna... of the
2: guy who wasn't Peyton Manning? I was going to say Ryan, Ryan Lochte, but I know that. Ah, there we go. <laughs> well, Ryan Leaf really wasn't far from Ryan Lochte. They're kind of the same.
1: <laughs> they're both. Oh, was he real stony? They're both not quality individuals. Who, um, at some point, showed some athletic promise. Um, yeah, uh, maybe he's Ryan Leaf. Maybe you get the bad peach. But I'm just saying, you, you, you believe in your
2: system. You believe in your ability to get the best out of that peach. Uh, a banana. You can tell by looking at a banana if it's good or not.
1: Those are usually pretty easy to tell.
2: Them shits. I mean, there's one. there's one exact banana fruit. And that's the reason that it's not going to be around in 50 years, probably. <laughs> right,
1: But they are all the same. They're basically the same. You'll just have to like do the calculus. Like, is this just a little bit too green that it's not going to be a tasty banana? Right. Or is this now? Is it on the clock? Is this now On mo- the clock with this banana. <laughs> this is mostly a brown banana
2: now. This is not <laughs> going to
1: be the right one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like they're finicky. That's the problem.
2: Yeah. Um. Uh, another one around here that's not uh not worth the effort though the good version is probably my favorite fruit pears yeah there's a lot of so hard to get a good juicy ripe pear at a fucking grocery store here i was going
1: to say your problem is once again that sometimes they're kind of hard and yeah like not
2: and when they're hard they're not juicy and that's what yeah. a pear is supposed to be yeah i agree they taste good even when they're hard they taste good but it's not not the same it's Cr- not right crunching
1: away on a big crunchy pear is not the same thing
2: yeah i might as well eat a hard peach what the fuck <laughs> so
1: glad we did this segment because you know we'd heard about ben's thoughts on fruits but we needed to get deeper
2: into the hosts the brothers uh cherries just get just get the rainier ones don't bother with don't fuck with the other chick kinds of cherries
1: cherries aren't so good out here there's it's hard to get the good ones okay in uh in nasty um not a lot of good berries like, we we go to Trader Joe's for our berries. They seem to have the best berries out here, but they're not great.
2: And they usually have a good price, especially on blueberries. You get a better price at Trader Joe's than most places I've found. Yeah. I'll eat a fucking pound of blueberries, too.
1: You're like, give me the shits. I don't care. I was going to get them anyway, but I'm not going to get them from burritos this time. These are going to be blackberry
2: shits. <laughs> All right. Blackberries. Why do they got that hard seed? I still eat them. I don't care. <laughs> That's right. They still taste good I'll eat blackberries I'll, I'll eat blackberries Raspberries Blueberries How
1: you feel about Loganberries
2: I don't think I've ever Had a Loganberry
1: Okay how do you feel about Um Oh shoot What's that kind Um The Persians call them Toot
2: <laughs> That's gonna help me a lot <laughs> I'm gonna Doc you know Dual Lingoing I'm farcy. gonna Bing it I'm gonna I'm gonna Bing toot
1: Fruit <laughs> That's gonna <laughs> It definitely wants me to say Tooty fruity I'm not gonna do that I'm gonna Toot <laughs> Berry Farsi because I do know the name of the fruit, I just can't remember mulberries. Do you, how about mulberries?
2: Mm, is that the one that's got the paper? What's the one that's got the weird paper around it?
1: This I don't think. I don't think mulberries have
2: paper around them. Okay, what are we talking about? Maybe it's a gooseberry. It's got that. It's got like a weird. Do you know like how onions have a papery skin? Hold on, I'm, I'm... or tomatillos.
1: Oh, they do have some. They look like grapes or something. Yeah, they got some kind of skin on them.
2: Yeah, something.
1: Like... Uh, by the way, the proper pronunciation on that is gooseberry well so do it right
2: i think again it seems, it seems like a hate crime <laughs> uh
1: they're called toot though mulberries are toot if you want to yeah. speak farsi uh
2: anyway that's my hot tip on cherries don't fuck with bings don't fuck with yeah rainier uh, rainier cherries are pretty great yeah get the get the rainier cherries those are the that's the cherry you want yeah all right uh grapes I'm coming around. No, no, grapes are a gamble fruit. I'll eat them if um, someone else vouches for them. These like are if someone good says ones. These grapes are sweet and not tart. Then I'll eat them. But you don't like you tart grapes is, either, like, way,
1: So you don't like green nah, grapes because green it. ones are so
2: tart. No, except when they're sweet and good. Ah, oh, but I always get uh, mine are always tart. No, there'll be like five good ones and then eighteen tart ones, and it's like nah. I love the tart. Miss, miss me with them grapes. I love the tart the way I love the spicy food. Um, You're right that the red the red grapes are a little sweeter.
1: I don't think my um I don't think my taste buds pick anything else up. It has to be maximum tart or maximum spicy or something, or else my <laughs> taste buds don't understand because
2: they're dead. I killed them. If um if you have got a, a fancy grocery store around there. You should go look for. There's this Icelandic yogurt called skier.
1: Skier? Is that probably how it's not pronounced? Is it like
2: beersk instead? Oh, I'm sure it's fucking not it's pronounced. Probably that way, that's, how, that's how it looks like it should be pronounced. Okay. And there's a orange peel and ginger one Ooh. that really makes your mouth pucker. I mean, it's. See, I like, like it, it a... in a yogurt. I just don't like it in fruit.
1: I mean, yogurt's supposed to make your mouth pucker, though. Yeah. It's supposed to be all soury.
2: Well, this is the good shit. Okay. Uh also if you want your if you if you like weird sour flavors that make your mouth um essentially uh, desiccate like you've eaten silica gel, <laughs> eat a slightly unripe persimmon. <laughs> that shit's chemical warfare when it's not ripe. Okay, well, we'll give that a shot. A ripe persimmon's pretty good though. It's kind of a gamble fruit and it's also kind of seasonal, so I I don't I don't really get into it.
1: My my taste buds are so dead at this point. If you walk into the room and you see them there, don't use a tricorder on. them. it's insensitive culturally, because <laughs> they did and you shouldn't try to corner them. jacote <laughs> would did, know.
2: Did you kill your taste buds eating too hot chili? And by which I mean <laughs> microwaved, like too hot in temperature? No,
1: not temperature. No, it's definitely spice. It's just evolving spice over the years, eating more and more spicy food and spicier and spicier until now nothing really registers unless, it's, unless everyone else goes, oh, I can't eat this.
2: Uh, red pepper, oh, yuck, man. I can't eat that. Uh, That's what annoyed I, uh, would say i had lunch with mom for her birthday a couple of weeks ago and uh happy birthday mom and uh she was talking about how when she was in nashville she she you guys got went and got hot chicken yeah but she got the mild hot chicken right and i i was like what <laughs> why do they what is they that why kinds? do they do that they
1: got various levels they got the they got the mild the medium it, the hot it's they just got fried
2: the, chicken at that point
1: they got oh yeah no they don't that's called southern if you want it oh, to be okay. not spicy at all, you get Southern. But then if you want it to be a little spicy, you go mild. All the way up to, um, uh, depending on the place, it could be called like uh, Out of Your cluck, out of your Cluckin' Mind or <laughs> something like that. Some kind of chicken pun. And then um, one of the places just calls it Triple X because I think it's, okay. a pornography. it's a pornography chicken. Uh,
2: how hot does that hot chicken get? fucking hot. You've had Thai and Indian food, so you Um, know what hot food can be? Hot enough that it's not an enjoyable experience. Okay, Like, tasty, but it's so hard to eat a piece of it that you're just like, this is work. I'm doing hard work. Now, do they make it hot with a bad-tasting vinegary hot sauce?
1: No, and that's the really good part. It's not... It's a dry rub, so it's not like a nasty old wet sauce. And it's not just how much capsaicin can they jam onto that motherfucker. It's like, um... Uh, uh, different kinds of ground up old chilies or whatever. So,
2: Alright, I'm back in. Although if it's on fried chicken you probably have to eat it with your hands.
1: Yeah, but they give you a slice of bread so you can hold the chicken. It's oh, like Ethiopian it slice food. Of bread.
2: Got it, got it, got, it, got yeah. it. Why don't they just give you injera? Is that that sponginess? Yeah.
1: They shouldn't do that. <laughs> Your hands. I mean, your hands it will be it'll so hold up spicy. better than white bread, dude. You'll have pepper fist. Don't you? Don't want that.
2: <laughs> well, this is my concern with eating spicy fried chicken: is that I'm gonna touch my eye later. Um, I have no. I have no eye discipline. Every yes. time I, every time I do jalapenos sure. or whatever, like every time I'm cooking, and I'm using spicy ingredients, because like you, I like spicy food. I fucking, in, like, without, without, without any question, within an hour, my fingers right in my fucking eye.
1: Yeah, I know. Marjan and I are the same way. We have, we have. Um, spice eye all the time and it's just like when i get on the subway and i'm rubbing my eyes the whole way and i'm just like well i touched everything in the subway and i'm just rubbing my eyes what's wrong with me um <clears throat> so you can also get a boneless so you can fork a knife it a
2: little bit easier if you want you can get a strip yeah. they'd know i was from california yeah that's i got the boneless one they they'd know anyway they're gonna know they'll they'll know i don't
1: they're even pretend know. i taught college football that's my in but they know i'm not from around here i don't walk around though i don't walk around going i'm from san francisco that'll make people upset
2: uh pomegranates are good too that's the end of my fruit thoughts (sighs) hard though you got so much work to get i don't fuck i pay five dollars and just eat the seed just get the seeds oh i pay
1: zero dollars and marjan's dad does like six gallons of it Oh, man. He just, he just like dropped. He, that's the one thing that he will not cook. He'll, the one food he will prepare is to just DC a shit ton of, uh, pomegranates and then hand, hand over like a giant Tupperware.
2: I'm going to give him a call. Uh, <laughs> okay. We've met. You want to make me hey, some pomegranate? I was talking to Matt the other day. He told me you got the pomegranate hookup. <laughs> you got that good hookup. I fucking love those. I know they're called arrows. That's how much I like them. <laughs> that's right. Um, you know that Katie likes uh Marjon's dad so much that when we uh didn't want to ask the name of the owner of uh, Gulzar, she just decided that his name was the same as Marjon's <laughs> dad's name. And that's how she refers to him. He's uh he's a silly man with
1: a lot of them good old-fashioned old person views. Well, he's got a lot of those. If-
2: What are you gonna if you'd met our dad? What are you gonna do?
1: That's exactly right. They're they're sort of close in age, and uh, they think a lot of the same things, which is weird because they come from like opposite sides of the planet. But they're sort of on the same page with a lot of things. We'll leave it. We'll leave that there.
2: I don't want to do family talk. Yeah, well, let's leave that. (laughs) I never want to do family talk, but it's it's getting wild lately. That's all I'm gonna say. Sure. Uh, This is a good fruit
1: segment. This was nice. Good job, everybody.
2: Yeah, also on February 1st, I'm sure there'll be some uh, totally obvious fruit that I completely forgot to mention and someone's going to write in and be like, you didn't say... Yeah, you didn't say mangoes. Because I can't remember what it is. They're going to be like, you didn't talk about... You didn't say one mango mango word at all. Did you talk about pineapples? You didn't. All right, shit, you're right. Pineapples. I like them too much, they burn my tongue well okay yes, well that's they don't true. burn them they digest your tongue <laughs> yeah they extremely acidic. they've got a they've got a weird enzyme <laughs> yeah. in them now i think it's not just acidic it's a weird enzyme i will get you know that safe way they have those big cleared bowls of yep. nothing but pine. i'll eat that whole fucking bowl hell yeah. and then my mouth's weird for two days hell yes uh mangoes Hmm. Uh, I went to India Everyone said You gotta have these mangoes I better They in tasted like Fucking mangoes
1: Oh they aren't different no, they were That's true same. That is the same That's what you hear All the time
2: Is you gotta go to India To get the good mangoes Yeah 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 hmm. Well I was there And they said No these mangoes Are in season right now You have to have These mangoes uh, That may be how I got The shit so bad <laughs> I mean it ruined me I mean I mango got to shits. watch a lot of cricket Because all I could do was crane my head up from the bed In between trips Also I think that's probably why that glass divider Is in between the bathroom and the main hotel room Is so you can still watch cricket
1: <laughs> Even when you're stuck on the shitter Because you got the mango even when you're,
2: you're Even when you finally are like Oh thank god they've got this hose They've got this butt sprayer here Right Because that's really helping me out uh, What about Papaya papaya smells like cat poop i don't like it <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah okay but how does it taste does it taste like okay in a
2: green like in a thai green papaya salad yeah it's fine fresh yeah tastes fresh it ta- well listen so it tastes better than it smells for sure but it doesn't taste good enough to overcome the smell of papaya for me so i just don't i don't mess with it
1: how you feel about a nice savory tomato
2: this is one of these things where it is technically a fruit, but only because fruit is a scientific definition and vegetable yeah. isn't. Uh, I like tomatoes cooked. I don't like them raw. I love I love pretty much all tomatoes. Mm. I love them all. I love the little ones. I love the I big hate a ones. Fucking, I hate a cherry tomato. It's like a gusher if the liquid <laughs> was disgusting.
1: <laughs> no, it's, if you get the right ones, they, they're so savory and good. It's like eating a little meat fruit.
2: I get it, right? they almost got an umami almost they're almost
1: there it's almost Uh, not good enough almost umami is not enough huh cucumbers love them I love cukes hold on I'm I'm jotting
2: down an episode title (laughs) (laughs) on um, February 1st Shannon wrote in uh, at brother date of course that's how all Scottish people decorate their homes I live with one and a half Scots and there are suits of armor and whiskey bottles everywhere. <laughs> just because he's in space doesn't mean Scotty should abandon his decorative preferences. I didn't
1: mean to suggest that he should. I just hadn't realized that it that the scene was in his quarters until I looked around a little bit. Until he started interacting with
2: the, the decorations, I didn't realize well, he, it. He doesn't have that gold screen like Kirk has in his quarters, so right. it's uh, it does look all of the rooms on the original enterprise look exactly the same Yeah. again it looked
1: like the jankiest fucking except the bridge which is room. uh
2: ex- the bridge and engineering are black and red for some reason everything else is the same battleship gray
1: yeah yeah it looked like whatever whatever nasty room they uh they eat their fucking lunch in or where the lie detector sits you know that space lie detector they got on the
2: enterprise yeah. Yeah, well, yes, that's their conference room. Yeah, yeah,
1: whatever. It looked like one of those rooms, so I didn't realize it was his quarters. But no, he should keep his great culture of whatever the United Earth is, however it works. Yeah.
2: Uh, She also writes, I think the bigger question here is, why aren't Kirk and McCoy hanging the American flag in their quarters and wearing MAGA hats and drinking Budweiser's in their leisure time?
1: Well, they do. They talk like it sometimes. Uh, Spock, too, really.
2: Uh. It would be Kirk. You have to remember that McCoy is from the South, so he's a no, bourbon. That man. would for
1: sure be a Confederate flag, is what you're saying.
2: Uh, it probably has a Confederate flag. He's from Georgia,
1: and yeah. again, the more influenced by aliens or drugs he gets, the more Georgian
2: he becomes. I do like the through line that he's sort of keeping it in. Check. <laughs> he's like, doing he's his best. using his he's he's code switching. He's using his professional voice most of the time, and then when he gets a little um, altered. We know. He's, uh, turns out he's from Savannah.
1: We know when those flowers jizzed on everybody, he got real Georgian. Yeah. And what was the other one? There was another one too. I don't think it was the naked time. I think it was a different one where some something else happened to him and he got real Georgian.
2: But um, it's not good. It's not a good yeah. look. And Kirk, of course, is from Iowa, and no one knows what they're like or about. I mean, to this, I mean today in the '60s, in the future, no one really knows. Yep. Look, all I could say is that's where the Field of Dreams is. But only because, I don't know, they had corn out there. That was it. Everybody go there. It's wild. They have two different gift shops that are owned by two different people (laughs) because the Field of Dreams is built on two people's lands. Each of them has a lot of handmade signs talking about how the other one is, is fucking nonsense and <laughs> this is the real Field of Dreams gift shop. It's a great feud. And um, if you got a kid, they can uh, like hit a ball and run around on the Field of Dreams baseball field yeah, like that. I thought that uh,
1: Ray Kinsella was the biggest horse's ass in three counties because he plowed under his corn to build a baseball field, but he actually plowed under his corn to build a baseball field on two different people's property. So yeah, that really sucked. He really was not great at his job. That sucked a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you have to sell, Ray You have to sell to the bank Because what you did you, see, you look at this map You built it on This isn't your property This is someone else's property uh, The bank already owns this property you, you did you're, a f- gonna, you're gonna get sued You so. did a fuck up And uh, this isn't even for financial reasons they're, really, they're gonna take you to court So you better sell, Ray <laughs> That was a deleted scene
2: That is the end of the mailbag Aww. But... Uh, yeah, I really managed to pad it out with my fruit diatribe. <laughs> that's, that's all right. We, we, it was good stuff. We covered a lot of ground, and I think it was important. Um, But we have an additional form of correspondence. Okay. Let's just jump right into it.
0: Hello to you both. I was hoping to contribute to the, uh, the Onward and Upward March of Progress uh, of the podcast on its, on its journey um, to class it up. Okay, there it is again. Contribute to yeah, work we did we uh, it. Reviews. I thought I would take advantage both of both my Scottish nature and the fact that it was Burns night last week in uh, here and, of course, around the world as people celebrate it. And so I thought I would... Uh, there I would and three other places, basically. More, uh, <laughs> class. Uh, All and over. I'd recite a, a Burns poem in, in its native-accented uh, <laughs> mode. So I searched around the uh, Burns back catalogue, as it were, uh, to try and find something that really spoke to, I think, the essence of trying to find something representative of the uh, of the podcast. Um, and I think, uh, I hope you'll be pleased with the uh, with the result. Uh, I forgot that this was a dig uh, at us too. I have to go for um, one of Burns' classic poems, To a Louse. Oh, where are you going, you crowling fairly? Your impudence protects you fairly I cannae say, but ye strunt rarely, her gauze and lace. Though faith I fear ye dine but sparely on such a place Ye ugly, creepin' blasted one detested, shunned by sentence in a, how dare ye you set your foot upon her, say fine a lady Gaze somewhere else and seek your dinner on some poor body Swithin so some beggars half at squattle, there ye may creep and sprawl and sprattle, with other kindred jumpin' cattle in shorels and nations, Where horn nor bane near dearer unsettle Your thick plantations. Now hod ye you there ye're out of sight, Below the fat row, snug and tight, Nay, faith ye yet you'll no be right Till you've got on it, The very tappin' most tower and height, O oh Mrs. Bonnet. My sooth right bald ye you set your nose out, As plump and grey as ony grosset. Oh for some rank mercurial roset or fell red smedum I'll gee such a hearty doset would drass your drodum I wouldn't be surprised to spy your own a wild wife's flin toy or ablin' some but dubby w- w- boy on's wily coat But miss misfine Lenardi fie, how dare ye do it Oh genie dinny toss your head and set your beauties all breed Ye little ken what cursed speed the blast is making. They winks and finger-ends I dread are notice taken. Oh, wad some power the gifty years To see ourselves as others see us, At wid free money a blunder free us, And foolish notion, What airs and dress and gait with <coughs> leas, And even devotion. Well, I hope you enjoyed uh, this contribution uh, as another piece in the puzzle for the inevitable rise of this podcast into the the world. I think of of standalone fine art. <laughs> uh, but please do uh, continue, as always, your your own uh, wonderful, wonderful work. Thanks very much. Bye.
2: Yeah. All yep. right. Okay. Definitely, I think uh, most art critics consider someone reading an old Burns poem a <laughs> standalone. Fine yeah, that's art.
1: right. You show him. Did he say at one point thrash my trotum? <laughs>
2: first of all, my trodum. He definitely did. No, uh, I want to say this first. Uh, I feel like that was probably a good recitation. It sounded like he knew what he was saying. Sure, sure, sure. As in. Uh, his voice modulated in a way that suggested he knew what those sentences meant. <laughs>
1: That's right. This now, is why Marsha needs the sub the subtitles on when she watches that fuck book show.
2: I see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from my perspective, I heard a few things. Okay. Uh, number one, I thought there was a dick joke in the beginning, okay. but maybe not, because then the rest of it seemed to be about a woman. Number two. Uh, so anyway, enjoy when you finally catch up to the part in the podcast where we speculate about Mark Knopfler. Number two. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I heard him say Watto. So is this about the prequels? I thought I heard Squatto. Well, yeah, but... So now I don't know. Yeah. Number three, did he say Anna Kendrick? I'm pretty sure he said Anna Kendrick.
1: He might have said Anna Kendrick. I was about to do a Watto impression. I'm going to save it for later. <laughs> That's...
2: Your auto impression is much better than mine.
1: Um, uh, When we got this clip, I told you that I'm afraid that this part of the podcast is going to arouse my wife. Yes. Cause she seems like big burly Scottish dudes and the big burly Scottish dude on the, on that show sounds exactly like this. That's, that's what he sounds like.
2: So now I got to deal with that. So thanks. Um, Marjan write in, let us know if you flooded your basement. I have
1: been to a Burns night celebration. I went to one in Mountain View. I don't know if it was like two or three years ago. Um. So Marjan's dad got his PhD at Edinburgh and as connected with a bunch of weird Scots because of it. And I guess there were some in the Bay Area and they were doing a Burns Night. So we went and we had haggis and stuff and we listened to people read poems and then we danced. But like, I didn't want to dance. And But did they make you? Well, <laughs> it was... There was a a German broad there for some reason who was like straight, straight from the Germany with the thick accent and everything who kept making me dance and kept grabbing me and making me dance in front of my wife. I think it was like a
2: power move. And you didn't yet know how to say in Korean, do not touch me. I didn't know yet.
1: I certainly didn't know in German. I probably would have settled for Korean, but I didn't know it yet. And she just kept making me dance, and there's lots of pictures that Marjan took because she thought it was hilarious of me dancing with this German broad, and I look very unhappy in every single photo.
2: Did you ever hear her say the word cool? No. (laughs) Because I used to work with a German, and I really liked the way she said cool.
1: No, she she wasn't cool. And she didn't say oh, okay. anything about cool. She didn't say it'd be really cool if you danced with her. She just kept saying that I she was going to... She just gonna... kept saying, we dance now, yeah. <laughs> she kept saying that I'd enjoy it if I danced. And I kept telling her, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure I'm not going to want to do this dance right now. And she was very aggressive about it. It was one of those ones where you're arm in arm and swinging around. And um, she was, like, trying to get as much G's as she could. <laughs>
2: Like she was trying to go. Like she thought she was playing crack the whip, but just with one person. <laughs> she thought the goal was to go as fast as you could, or something. You should teach her how to do elephant spins. I didn't have a good Burns night.
1: Is what yeah. I'm saying. How was the haggis? It it was fine. Everyone's like, oh yuck, haggis. It was. It wasn't good, but it it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't bad either. It was very neutral. I didn't know that there was a Scottish enclave in Mountain View. Apparently, there is. And, and again, Marjan's dad has the hookup. Please contact him for that hookup.
2: I will. When you get I some pomegranates. Be, it'll be second thing right after the pomegranates. Can be you like, invite hey, me heard, the next Burns Night? I know Burns Night's like a year from now, but uh, Shannon once told me that all the dudes in Scotland look just like me. So maybe, <laughs> maybe bring me along. They won't know. Seem, Make you seem cool. You can just play this clip and open your mouth and make
1: it seem like you're. That's saying right. It. Just, you're like I have a poem say, I would like to read.
2: Uh, it's time for me to do a poem. This is my favorite op- poem. And not move my mouth. Just leave it open the whole time. <laughs> That's
1: right. That'd be pretty good.
2: <clears throat> Ooh, good mailbag.
1: I was strong. Good That's mailbag a, this
2: week. I'm glad that that happened. Please send yeah. us more mail, everybody. Um, now on to our planned material. In the agenda, Uh, it's time for round two of the Mountain Goats Project. You did all of round two, right? The goats, yes. All right. Let's do that then.
0: Mountain Goats Bracket. It's not scientific.
3: Uh, Uh-uh.
1: Do it.
2: Uh... In the uh, Blue North division, sure, we have, oh, this can't be right. Here it's written, Chapeau de Bon Jovi. <laughs> that's right. Yep. That's how I'll remember uh, it. I don't remember the original name. From Nine Black Poppies going up against Balance from All Hail West Texas.
1: Right. Um, I actually thought that Balance is a better composition. But man, does it suffer from poor recording quality. And, like a lack of accompaniment um yeah, so uh, a chapeau de Bon Jovi is like it's got that good bullfightery kind of thing going for it, like the sort of the driving the strumming rhythm, yeah. of the guitar, sure, um. And again, I think my main issue is that his voice is not a beautiful instrument, but it's so far forward in the mix. And that might have something to do with me wanting more dense instrumentation and more accompaniment in all these songs, because his voice is not a beautiful instrument.
2: No, it's mostly... He mostly uses it for shouting, and then occasionally it sounds like he might cry.
1: That's right. Exactly. He's kind of the the art the Jonathan Archer of the indie world.
2: Is that right? Yeah. I, I would say so. All right. I'm going to... His dad messed him up somehow. And also the Vulcans. <laughs> the Vulcans messed up his dad, I think is actually what it is. <laughs> the Vulcans interfered with his dad, but like I we don't we haven't seen much of Archer's dad to this point. I can't believe he's blameless. He must have been running his mouth about the fucking Vulcans all the time.
1: Well, why had his son picked it up somewhere, Jesus. Uh, exactly. You know he brought that shit home with him. Um I'll I'll play uh I'll play a clip and talk about it.
3: Okay. little jewel and the heat rising in the room. I am digging graves. I am digging graves.
1: So last week, and your body breathing. Go the ahead. the clip I played was really short, and it was mostly the tight intro and the sort of the unorth- unorthodox starting and, point.
2: Yeah, the odd co the uh, odd chord change, which came back once in this clip too.
1: Yeah, so I wanted to focus a little bit more on the uh, the chorus and then into the verse. The chorus for what it is. There's not a lot. It's not a long chorus. Something happening. I am digging, I'm digging graves. graves. Right.
2: I'm digging graves. Something happening. I'm digging graves. Yeah.
1: But I think there's some good stuff there. It's um. It's dramatic.
2: And um I think there's value in
1: in the in the composition and the arrangement. So it's gonna move on. It's the winner.
2: Okay. In the second uh matchup in the blue division, in blue south we have uh Isaiah forty 23 mm-hmm. uh going up against Shelved.
1: Yeah, I already told you last week that Isaiah forty five twenty three wasn't gonna move forward.
2: Yeah, you said it was the weakest one, and also you were pretty positive about shelved, I believe.
1: Yeah, so it's nice to hear a drum in Isaiah 45-23, even though it's played really simply. But there's not enough happening in there for me to latch onto, even on the second listen. Um, so it was shelved. Um, I told you last week it gives me a few different feels. In the beginning it has kind of a, I told you it had an Abba vibe, or a Kiss vibe. Depending on what song, and uh, and then it goes into a U two thing, and I played the part that was the U two vibe.
2: Yeah, so uh, I'm the part was going to go work at Lucas Arts.
1: <laughs> Right, exactly. Yeah. So I'll I'll play the part uh, that gives me sort of the the ABBA vibe here.
3: Lit up like the North Star I want to wallow in the spoils before the crowd
1: And then I, I found the Alba song that it reminded me of
2: Like <laughs> well, you're not wrong <laughs> also by the way sounds like an old soviet folk song (laughs) was i'm a korean
1: yeah that's from our conversation off air
2: about how certain korean music up until very recently sounds like it's a weird a lot like stuff that would be played on a balalaika yeah it's like it's in a weird
1: place between east asian and western pop and it seems to have settled somewhere in russia yeah um I also uh, It's
2: taken the long way around basically.
1: I also found the uh, the kiss song.
2: Kiss that sounds the most like ABBA.
1: That's exactly right. I was gonna say the the commonality there seems to be how dancey both of those are.
2: Yeah, they're um, real dancey.
1: Yeah, so it's just that kind of low rumble bass
2: or whatever it is that's uh, that's giving me that feel. Yeah, although the Kiss one actually was a little bit more rhythmically interesting. Uh, well, that was um,
1: that was I was made for loving you, and if you like it, then you should. Everyone should go check that out. <laughs>
2: This is a conversation we've literally never had, but like, do you know a bunch of different Kiss songs? I do
1: because of Marjan. Because I think
2: I only know I want to rock and roll all night. And it (laughs) turned out that I did sort of remember that one that you just played, but that's it.
1: Marjan likes Kiss, so I've been exposed to some Kiss.
2: My favorite miss opportunity to go see the arena football team.
1: (laughs) My favorite Kiss song is uh, Detroit Rock City. Okay. I guess it's a song about getting into a car crash on the way to a Kiss concert.
2: Uh, I think the Rondells did a cover of that. Oh, good. (laughs) Uh, In the top of the green division... By the way, from the blue division, you picked my number one and number two seeds. Yeah, you nailed it on that one. Yeah, turns out. I didn't get everything right. There were a couple of upsets in there, but uh, at the end, you got to to the same place. In the green division, we have no children from Tallahassee and Cotton from We Shall All Be Healed.
1: Yeah, um, so Cotton... It sounds like a progression I'd hear on a Katamari soundtrack, but, like, not the arrangement's not as zany. No, well, he hadn't discovered jazz yet, I think, so. <laughs> Which I guess is too bad, because it would have been zanier. Maybe it would have been a, more of a pull for me. Um, There's, like, a sad bastard level where you have to, like,
2: r- roll up all this guy's dumb memories. Has that been um remastered? Because I definitely would play a modern version with good graphics, and maybe they fix the fucking controls.
1: I thought I saw something that said it was going to come out on the PC and Switch, but I don't. Oh, maybe
2: on the Switch that could that could bang.
1: Yeah, I don't remember if that's already happened or if that's going to happen. Um, so yeah, maybe that be is going to get. a to play on the fucking train or whatever? I think the first one. I'm not sure. We love Katamari. I think the the first Katamari Damashii. Um, this actually was a pretty close matchup when the pianos and drums started doing things halfway through Cotton. Uh, I'm going to give No Children the edge here, but I think this is the best track I've eliminated so far. Hmm. Um, No Children, like, it gets in and out. It has that nice progression I pointed out last week. The chorus is okay, too, obviously, barring the vocal quality, which I'm not a huge fan of. Um, I'll play the chorus, because I didn't play it last week. Go. Play it
3: Maybe. and i hope the rising black smoke carries me far away and i never come back to this town again in my life i hope i lie and tell everyone you were a good wife and i hope you die i hope we both die I cut myself shaving
1: tomorrow. And I included the piano bit, which I played last week, because I like it.
2: Yeah, I know that's uh, that's your favorite part of the song, and you wish there was more of it.
1: Yeah, but I, I like the chorus, too. I think um, the weak part of the that song... The chord
2: changes in the chorus are, are good, I think.
1: Yeah, and again, you get a sense of drama. Um, I think the verses are the weakest part of, of
2: that song. But Well, it's a lot of metaphor, and I know how you feel about that. It's not amazing, but it's... I uh, hope the, the fences we mended fall down beneath their own weight. That stuff's not that's not bad
1: though, because that's not too specific. Okay. It's again where I get into the weeds, is if it's a story song or if it's if something that I will never have a chance of relating to. That is a that is a common enough expression that you can mending fences. That I feel like enough people can participate
2: in the art. So it's not the border between Greece and Albania. That's correct. It is not that. So yeah, it's uh,
1: no children moving
2: on. Another number one, making it to the third round. Okay. Uh, In the bottom half, uh, the number two was already eliminated. The top seed left is the number three, Age of Kings. It's up against uh, Song for Ted Salas from (laughs) Hex of Infinite Binding.
1: You know, it's Song for Ted Salas. Just please say it right.
2: (laughs) If it wins, I'll write it that way.
1: (laughs) Well, it didn't win. Um, I still like that weird bassoon or whatever is playing back there, though. In song for yeah. Ted
2: Sallis, yeah, the win section in uh, song for Ted Sallis is, is a lot of fun. It's in the next song on the record too, which just didn't make the cut. Uh, Age of
1: Kings is a really interesting list, and I I don't know if I'd like if I'd throw it on a playlist yet, but it's not hard to listen to. I could definitely jam Secret Amana to it or something. In fact, it's kind of Secret Amana. Uh,
2: a little bit. It's a, like a little tiny. Yeah, it's there's a lot of atmospheric. Uh, instrumentation happening in Age of Kings Hey, is this next dra- record about
1: Dungeons & Dragons Going to sound like Secret of Mana? Because I could be into that
2: well, I mean, you've heard the first single Oh, it so didn't really
1: sound like Secret of Mana It
2: didn't really sound like Secret of Mana It had jazzy elements, it had a long saxophone solo <laughs> Or medium-long <laughs> I, saxophone I solo I did hear that Yeah, it was a long song Yeah, it was like five minutes, yeah. which is long for him Um So, yeah I, I think... uh, Was there anything you wanted to play from that matchup?
1: Yeah, I'll, um
2: yeah I'll, yeah, I'll play
3: it. You didn't push me away. Gold light shining on so many things in the age of. King. Many in the age of kings. Lean on the concrete walls in shining...
2: to me it's just uh it's good mood music and the uh, the strings continue to progress throughout the song so
1: yeah last last time they I played, just
2: came in
1: in that part. Last time I played some of the good strings bit before, I feel like they maybe go a little bit too
2: far. Um, uh, so when it gets to the bridge, you think it's too much?
1: Yeah, it goes uh, Well, if someone's going, look what I'm doing with the strings. Okay. <laughs> um, but I, I actually do like that song. Um, for, uh, for the Ted Cialis, it's kind of a similar situation to Age of Kings. Like, I don't know if I would jam to it on a playlist or if it's just interesting mood music to have on. But maybe to an even greater extent, which is why I picked... Um, Age of Kings. I feel like it's more situational. Something I'd I'd actually want to listen to on a on a playlist more than uh, "Song for Ted Cialis," which is still good background music for me. And I will always call it Cialis.
2: In uh, in the next matchup at the top of the red uh division, uh, you had already eliminated my number one seed uh, for the whole project. <laughs> So we have uh, Fire Editorial, which was the number eight in that division, going up against Psalms 42.
1: You shouldn't have put that King of Casino track up against your number one track.
2: (laughs) That's your mistake. It is King of Casino-like, yeah. Uh, Psalms
1: uh, 42 is uh, more rocking, obviously. But I don't think it's as interesting a song. And he does some speak singing in there that I'm not thrilled with. Um, So Fire Editorial moves on again. I still, that opening is, like I said, King of Casino-like, or this time I imagined it was Data playing craps. Okay. Or like...
2: It's from from the Royale?
1: Yeah, or like maybe some Final Fantasy boss music or something. Um, But I think the thing, the part that I actually like is that bit before it gets into the second verse, which I played last week. I actually played all the bits I really like in the song last week, so now I just want to hear that sweet jazz intro. Fix
2: those dice data. <laughs> I want to go to uh, uh, Casino Papaya.
1: Yeah. They got definitely. the good poker tables that you can do $100 a bit.
2: That um, that game suffered, of course, from being on the TurboGrafx-16. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was nothing wrong with the music in King of Casino. No, the music was fly. It was very solid. It allowed you to play
1: casino games for many hours. You need, yeah, that's sort of the key because either you're gonna turn on the radio or you gotta listen to that music drone on and on. So you gotta have decent music.
2: Yeah, like if it was Final Fantasy VI map music, oh God. Or... so shrill. Yeah, right. Or like let's say, uh, anything from uh, from, Bill and from and Final Ted? Lap Twin. Oh, okay. Boom like <laughs> you couldn't do it for two hours continuously it would be in, a, a tough in a casino one.
1: especially because it's so the audio is so clipped because it's such it's so badly done it sounds like it's crunching
2: <sighs> i wonder if there's if you could make a game like that today but you would just have basically you'd have a radio station that was playing like grand theft auto uh, yeah
1: you did exactly you'd have the fake radio stations as you traveled yeah. around uh from Toronto to
2: Detroit or whatever yeah um, In the second, in the bottom of this division, we still have the number three. That's No, I Can't. Going up against the number seven song for an old friend. These are both from the lo fi mm-hmm. division. So a lo fi song has to advance here. Actually, it would be the second one.
1: Do you suppose he would ever consider re recording these?
2: Well, I mean, you can go see him live.
1: That's it. That those are the options? I think
2: basically. Which one of these do you want him to re-record? Well, I want him to
1: re-record song for an old friend. I wish he would re-record it with a better arrangement and studio setup. For No, I Can't, it, is, it does sound like a demo tape, but the progressions are pretty good. I think I talked about this last time. He's kind of killing me with the lyrics, but it does beat its competitor from the same album.
2: Um, Which is a compilation I don't yeah. know if those two were originally released together
1: So it's the winner I didn't really pick a clip for it It's,
2: it's not one of the stronger winners for me Okay uh, In the yellow division we have Damn These Vampires okay. From All Eternals deck uh, Against Lakeside View Apartment Suite From uh, Transcendental Youth
1: Uh, for Damn These Vampires, he still sounds pretty mad, but he's less shrill and the audio's better, so that helps. And I, I I think we talked about it last time, I really appreciate the arrangement and the effort. Um, for Lakeside View Apartment Suite, I like that first chorus as it builds from, like, the soft, the soft verse into a more rhythmic chorus. But in general, to me, it's less interesting overall than Damn These Vampires. So Damn These Vampires moves on. And I'll play some of the uh, verse progression.
3: Brave young cowboys of the near north side. Mount those bridge rails. Ride all night. Scream when captured. Arch your back. Let this whole town hear your knuckles crack. Sapphire Trans Am, high beams in vain, drive wild broncos down the plain, push up to the corner, where the turbines hiss, someday we won't remember this.
2: You cut off right before the drum fell, I was sure you were going <laughs> to leave it in.
1: I I think I played it last week. Um oh, you might have, yeah. So um so yeah, I mean I, I that stuff's good. I like that. Um I feel like it the progression leaves like keeps you hanging on, like you're it doesn't quite resolve. Um, which is pretty
2: good. So to me it's the uh, it's the winner here. And um the final contest we're talking about this week we have uh Linda Blair was born innocent from We Shall All Be Healed. Uh, versus Southwood Plantation Road from Tallahassee, which you liked last week because of a real farty synth in the back. <laughs> That's
0: right.
1: Yeah, I think I played just like sort of the ending, the outro
2: bit with all the, uh,
1: there was no li- no lyrics to distract from the cool synth in the back. Um, right. So uh, Southwood Plantation Road, it's like a better version of that, um, I don't know if it's a Dr. Frank song or a Mr. T song. Uh, well, I don't know the name of it. I'll. It's. What, uh, what's it about? I don't know. None of them are about anything. I'll. I'll. I'll look it up. I'll look <laughs> so it up it's musically
2: like a better version of a Mr. T yeah. or
1: Doctor Frank song. I'll play the clip and I'll find the. Uh, I'll find the song while I'm playing the clip. It's the winner.
3: All right. I got you. You got whatever's left of me to get. Our conversations are like minefields. No one's found a safe way through one yet. I spend a lot of money. I buy the white gold. We raise up a little roof against the cold on Southwood Plantation.
1: Um. So, to me, it's just it's got a good feel. The whole, it's like a fun song. You just have it on and do your do your thing. Um.
2: I think maybe it's off the show business. In my life. Let me see here. Is it Make a bam pow? Yes. Uh, we'll get by. It's got the
1: same. It's got the same. <laughs> like, how did you? So you've picked that up then too?
2: Yeah, I I could hear what you were what you were saying. It's got a very similar
1: kind of feel to it, but obviously this is better done. Um. That's
2: not hard. That's not an amazing song.
1: As I said, I actually like this song. I don't like the
2: Mister. Is it so? It's Mister T. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. That was a real good question.
1: <laughs> this is the problem I was having. I should have prepared this. If beforehand. it's Mister T,
2: it's on Alcatraz. If it's um, okay. If it's Doctor Frank, obviously it's on Show Business.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I'll just say about um, Linda Blair was born innocent. I do like the strings. But otherwise, it's not nearly as much fun to listen to as uh, Southwood Plantation Road.
2: That's got the. Uh, it's got a lot of pizzicato. Yes, Linda uh, Blair was born innocent. This. Well, it's not
1: sad. Sad shadow.
2: <laughs> Shit, is that just called We'll Get By?
1: Oh well, then that is I think it, I think that is Alcatraz. Then
2: is it not called Make <laughs> a
1: That's that's why I couldn't tell you what it was because I didn't know what he says there. <laughs> I was like, but make I I don't know. And I don't know if you do you even have that stuff on any of your devices.
2: Yeah, it should be on this tablet.
1: Marjan actually likes the album Alcatraz.
2: Takes a long time. I mean, this is obviously recorded a lot better. Yeah, I was gonna time. say, who knew this was also that it sounds like fastball. Somehow <laughs> after I
1: got. Oh, there's the problem. I got
3: put in charge of making your dreams come true. Wolf. Well, I'll see what I can do.
2: He's trying so hard.
3: I can't put it on my shoe. Go and make a bam pal, make a bam pal, make a bam pow. Yikes.
2: Whamma lama bam lama whamma bam, make a bam pam.
1: You're right it definitely has fastball vibes uh, Also again I didn't realize how much better The recording quality would be But your thing about him working really hard On this that he's, is absolutely The problem does he not realize people don't care If you can't sing if it seems like you're not trying
2: I, That's exactly what he should have done <laughs> Right it's like no one says That the guitar player for the dead milkman Is a bad singer That's right. Because it sounds like he's doing a voice <laughs> That's right. Yeah he's not Doesn't sound like he's trying to make a good thing
1: happen Oh my god, is this the Fastball song? Yeah, this is
2: Fire Escape Holy by Fastball. Holy shit,
1: this is the same fucking song, but slowed down. I mean, about
2: about six years later, though. It just slowed down a bit. Well, <sighs>
1: Alright, this guy sucks too. <laughs> Did you YouTube that, or do you own that?
2: No, I have that record. Okay,
1: Yeah, that guy's... I wanted to punch him when
2: he said Superman or Clark Kent. I wanted to punch him. Yeah, it's very bad. That's not good. Uh, He doesn't want to make you mad. He doesn't want to meet your dad. He doesn't want to be your dream come true. He just wants to make you come He can... (laughs) Well... (laughs) Of course dad would walk in right then. (laughs) Well, like he had any ground to stand on. Come on. Yeah, he used to listen to... Two Live uh, Crew. Two Live Crew. When we were like four... He thought it was hilarious when he still had a sense of humor. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's brain doesn't work. I'm sorry. We shouldn't get into this. It still worked. Okay. Well, that's whatever. Okay.
1: Um. So that means next time I do this, it's going to be chapeau de oh, Bon we're Jovi. At the
2: Final four. Oh, no. Sorry. We're at the elite eight next yeah. time.
1: Chapeau de Bon Jovi versus shelved. Yeah. So we got a, a goths versus all hail West Texas.
2: That's, I think, are probably our only lo-fi versus, oh, no, it is not. We have another lo-fi versus conceptual coming up.
1: Uh, in the green bracket, it's No Children versus Age of Kings. Oh, that's going to be a tough one. No so No Children's been in my head for 24 hours.
2: Uh, well, that is that is its primary uh, virtue. It, okay. is, it is extremely earwormy.
1: Okay. So that could be a tough one. Um, Fire Editorial with all its good jazziness. And uh, No, I Can't. And then uh, Damn These Vampires and Southwood Plantation Road. I actually think these are gonna to be tough. These are gonna be close ones.
2: I don't know what I want to say, so Fire Editorial is off of Beat the Champ, and I think it is the only one from that record that made the bracket, but like three others almost made the bracket. Oh. So and it Well you already t- If I hadn't done eight songs from each one, I think it would have gone differently. Cause I probably would have cut everything from Golden Boy down from Lo Fi.
1: Right. Especially now that you definitely know Yes
2: if I was doing a bracket for you now I'm not I don't know if there would be different songs On this there might be but it Probably would just focus entirely on uh, Sort of from Transcendental Youth forward And at least I know after this is over when I want To explore I know to start Just get the recent
1: ones starting the conceptual Stuff
2: honestly after this is over you will Probably want to break anyway you should just wait till the New album comes out and see if it's anything Yeah maybe
1: Uh, were you complaining About their last record
2: no, I liked their last okay. row So their last full-length record was Goths And Goths okay. has um, I'm trying to think who it does was Goths only have one representative on this? It might, but again, there were a bunch of others that nearly made it Wow I, a, a lot of Mountain Goats fans Don't like anything after he got into a studio the they only like the, the boombox material right <laughs> yeah and uh even though i was still with him during the boombox era i have never felt that way i thought tallahassee which is the first sort of studio record was the best one to date right and uh, i like a lot of the recent stuff too
1: yeah well i uh, this isn't going bad for me at all i think there's a number of songs in there that i would pick out and listen to um including one that i eliminated in the first round Oh God! Which one was it? Let me take a look.
2: Oh right, the hardest one. Uh, which one did you say was the Let's hardest see. choice? Uh, Letter from Belgium. Letter from Belgium. Yeah. Yeah. That's maybe the oldest song you genuinely like on this. Yeah. I, oh no, I, that's from "We Shall All Be Healed." I
1: put in my notes that it was a shame that it had to be eliminated in the first round. So. Um. So I mean, we've gone pretty long. I don't know if you want to do a video games power hour or not.
2: We could do a quick video games power. I have the dock open. All right, let's hammer on. So this is Matt names a video game. I rank it in terms of it's important importance to, to you. me and other things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, currently, Secret of Mana is at the top of the list. That's going to be hard to shift. Very yeah. bottom is Jet Moto. <laughs> Middle tier are the sort of lesser versions of great uh, dynasties like Grand Theft Auto, Vice City and Final Fantasy VIII. Right.
1: <clears throat> I want you to play that intro.
2: Oh yeah. I definitely <laughs> should switch back to the app that does that. Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole point of playing. Is just to hear this. Video game
3: power hour.
1: Must have taken fucking ten months to make that can you
2: imagine like programming it one note a <laughs> little individual note all
1: right let's let's hammer these um legend of lagaya
2: playstation of yeah 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 this is a game i picked up on accident twice i did it one of the times you did it one of the times yeah. well we got it accidentally you did it the twice. first time
1: i was really mad at you for accidentally renting it and then i went and did the exact same thing
2: it was behind or right next to the game Legend of Mana, which is what we intended to rent. Mm-hmm. Twice. Uh, but we picked up Legend of Ligaia. Uh It is a game where you do a bunch of combos, but it's still like turn-based. You don't have to do them physically. You just enter what combos you want to do. What did they call them? Some arts? Some Yes, arts and super arts. Arts and super et arts. Uh, it's a real Japanese-y RPG. Uh, it's pretty good, actually. Yeah, you got real so- into it. Yeah, I was like, oh, this ain't bad. Played I even played Legend two. of Gaia too. Yeah. yeah. Um It's good. I would say this is I'm gonna put it between Airport Tycoon and Call of Duty World War II.
1: Okay. That's one of the that's the new Call of Duty we played last year or whatever. Correct, yeah. yeah. Alright. Super Mario Kart.
2: SNES Super Mario Kart Okay This is the first Mario Kart Yes
1: Now Um, if you tried to play it It would look like some random pixels I think
2: Yeah all the consoles are really flat It's basically just shows off Mode 7 scaling Yes Um, This is And this is one where the race mode Is better than the battle mode Yeah And Again This is It was the first Mario Kart It's probably the worst Mario Kart But it was still pretty good and pretty important.
1: Well, you were just talking about the era of
2: renting games, and we rented that one a million times. Right. Um, This guy I'm going to put right in below Air Combat 2. Okay. Which later became Ace Combat, the series. Which later became Ace Combat. Definitely was less important to me than Ace Combat.
1: Bro, isn't that a car with a K?
2: Ah, oh, shit, it sure is cart with a K. All right, sorry, everyone. Um, better than Keith Courage in Alpha Zones. <laughs> it's just better than Keith Courage in Alpha Zones. Definitely better than F-Zero. <laughs> I think that's that's sort of the, as a game, that's sort of where that yeah. should be. Yeah, maybe not
1: as good a technology demonstrator as a, as a F-Zero, but uh,
2: no. game. Although it uses all the same tricks. All right, I got It's you. the same Mode 7, like, image being stretched and scaled to be the track, right? Right.
1: Uh, I got a tough one for you yeah elder scrolls skyrim
2: this is such a good game so good this is the only game that i've ever played where i just kind of wanted to live in it
1: so good like, so bethesda
2: i just want to go i just want to go work at one of the random sky mills where it's just a dude and his wife and a five chickens and <laughs> and he just saws lumber all day it's just, just an like, easy yeah. life yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, until that it. dragon shows up overhead, it's an easy life. All right, exactly, <laughs> like, it's fucked. But can you imagine, like, two years before this, there was no dragon. It's true. Two years before this, I'm not even sure if the... Uh storm cloaks had started fucking around yeah. you were probably still drinking uh getting that mead that's got elderberries in it yeah i mean right? the
1: big news is probably you're just still complaining about how the worship of talus is outlawed or whatever exactly
2: right yeah. and if you're not that religious uh, then
1: you're, you're all right you're just mill you're just tilling your fields and doing whatever i mean
2: my first skyrim character was argonian so like yeah he doesn't give a shit what are you gonna he's do he's a lizard man um
1: yeah, Secret of Mana, what's, Mario Bros. What's hard 3. about this
2: is deciding where at the top this goes. Red Dead Redemption? So many good ones. Yeah. Uh I mean, it's going to go right into the top. Wow. There's just no game I've played this much. And by the way, it's Elder Scrolls 5. Yes. Skyrim.
1: Uh, even STO? You haven't played STO this
2: much? Uh, possibly, but I've hated every minute of it, so it's very different <laughs> It's so weird that you've played so I play so STO many because there a better game is not available That lets me be a starship it's captain true, we've Star talked
1: Trek. about it It is an a intellectual property that has not been served well in video games
2: I have a whole fleet of starships in this one So like, sure I only fly one of them at a time But I know about the others Anyway, whatever <laughs> Yeah, I've played I've put more hours into STO But it's a wildly worse game
1: uh, how about an, an old classic Tetris NES version?
2: Okay. OG Tetris. Yeah. This was never my game. Sure. But it is... It might have been the first perfect game. It really would like, be hard to improve on the thing that it does. Pac-Man, Space Invaders, Donkey Kong, Asteroids, Missile Command, all kind of suck. They're not, uh, they're not outstanding. Tetris is the first game that I ever had dreams about, and it's also the game that you hear people say that about the most. Is like, oh yeah, I played Tetris a bunch today, and then I kept doing Tetris when I was trying to fall asleep.
1: Yeah, it's one of the it's one of the few video games our parents got into.
2: Um. Oh God, and they got into it so much, trying to get trying to see Rockets. that uh, space shuttle take yeah. off, the braun take off in the back for getting I don't know huge points or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Uh it's a big game. <laughs>
1: the Russians are so weird.
2: They're like up up with their space program video
1: game. <laughs> They're like, if yep. you do really good, you can see a rocket take off.
2: The music gets faster. Yeah. It's like.
1: To panic you.
2: It It, it just basically nails it. Like, there are other versions of Tetris. There are multiplayer variants and things like that. But you kind of don't need anything that's not in that NES version. It's basically perfect. Yeah. Just, I mean, some people who play Tetris that are really super high level don't find it challenging enough. I think because I think even level nineteen and twenty is not as hard as some of the crazy Tetrises they have now get. But yeah, uh, it's super good. Uh, but puzzle games like this in general are not very important to me. Like sure. this game, Doctor Mario, Clacks, stuff like that is not. <laughs> well, especially Clacks. Okay. Well, Clacks particularly. <laughs>
1: Collects. I like how you just say collects like anyone's Tr- ever heard of it. Tricky kick, let's <laughs> yeah. say.
2: Um, puzzle games aren't aren't huge to me, so this is not going to go real high. This is probably uh, I'm putting it between Keith Courage and F Zero.
1: Wow. So you enjoyed Keith Courage because of its weirdness more than the uh-huh. perfection yeah. of the Tetris puzzle.
2: I'll tell you this, I think about Keith Courage way more often than I think about. Like, Tetris is just a force that exists in the universe now. Keith Courage was and a so, manga or something, right? It had to be a manga, right? I, oh, look, who the fuck knows? And I, frankly, I like not knowing. Okay, all right. Go. I kind of don't want to dig into it Ruined the story and find for out you. that Record of Lodos War was based on someone's Dungeons & Dragons campaign. Sure, right.
1: Um, all right, I don't know if this will be hard for you or not. I didn't play this one much, but I know you played plenty of it. Um We're gonna do another Final Fantasy. It's Final Fantasy V.
2: Final Fantasy V is trouble for a guy like me. <laughs> yeah, because it's got job classes. Uh the by the way, you're the answer to a guy like me. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad you've got that uh All right. Lee Song? Lee Song song? Lee Song song, yeah. Um so Okay, Final Fantasy V is it was one that never made it to America So I first got to play it when I was in college Right Because it came on that Playstation This is how fucking old I am A Playstation <laughs> 1 and Final Fantasy Anthology Came out while I was in college <laughs> That's right
1: Oh yeah It sounds
2: insane to think about now We
1: are crazy old
2: Um, It is The storytelling is not as good as Final Fantasy 6 Sure so that's uh so there's that also but 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 but, but okay so don't it has play a,
1: Final Fantasy for the story, right?
2: Well no. Okay. There are other. so Final Fantasy six, all of the characters are distinct and unique. Sure. And choosing a character for your party means something. In Final Fantasy V, there's something called the job system, mm-hmm. which means you can teach any character to do anything. And for a normal person That probably means, oh, I can make my... So, you know, there are only five or six main characters in Final Fantasy V. There aren't 20, like, in six Right. Uh, But you can make them do whatever you want. And there, you know, there are slight and subtle differences between the job classes. So there's a lot of customization there. For an insane person like me... Right. It just means, oh, I have to... Now I'm getting every job on every character to level 30. Now I'm getting every job on every character to level 40. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, you know what? I advanced a little bit in the story and I unlocked two more jobs. Now
1: I have to get all of those to level 40. It's the secret I've of never... mana problem, but times a hundred.
2: Yes, exactly. It it doesn't have... It's secret of mana, there are three characters. Even if you're an asshole and you level up their magic as soon as you possibly can. Yep. It's a limited thing. Now, my dumb rabbi project... <laughs> that crazy a crazy person finds ways to be crazy <laughs> that's right <laughs> uh but final fantasy V is a, an endless black hole for me i've i think i've gotten about halfway through the game and then at some point you get these statues which uh Oh. Ha- which give you 10 MP instead of three or whatever. Right. And it, then it's just like, oh, now I just fight those statues until I give up on the game because that's the best place yeah. in this part. It's like fighting cactars. Yes. I
1: located the part where I can really do my level building or whatever. And now here's that's the where game. I
2: grind. And also that's the end of the game for me. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So Final Fantasy five. Um, I liked the systems in eight. Uh, eight prevents level grinding. Right. Uh, but but you do have guardian force grinding etc magic drawing eight i liked more than five uh, on the whole hey, you have eight five slotted in put, at
1: 12 on this list right now
2: yeah five i'm putting in at number 20
1: so it's above the f0 level. Yeah. Which is what exactly. seems to be a distinct level so far. The
2: games below F-Zero, the games are pretty flawed. Yeah. I mean, this is true also of Keith Courage and Alpha <laughs> Zones and maybe arguably of Legend of Legai, but those are both games that I really enjoyed, so it's, it's kind of like flawed or not. Right, right, right. Th- they're in.
1: Okay. Um, moving on to 007, GoldenEye for the N64. GoldenEye. uh
2: The first multiplayer shooting game that I ever played. And that
1: shit was tight in 1996 or whatever. Uh,
2: a game I have vivid memories of trying to play it silently at night to not wake the other person in the room up, and then but it's always screwed when a guard jumps out around a corner, <laughs> etc. Uh, it was kind of the technology for Goldeneye was kind of interesting because it is superimposing actual pictures onto weird triangle oh, head God. people,
1: and they all looked like monsters.
2: So it's horrifying to look at. But uh, the game played so good that I don't think any James Bond game after it has been anything in comparison. Oh
1: no. I I think they released a bunch of games in the years after that, that were James Bond branded and no one gave a shit.
2: And I don't think you could have had a halo or something without this game. Oh yeah. I mean, that was
1: the uh, get with your friends and play all night game for sure. Yeah, uh,
2: so I still... I couldn't play it now, for sure, because of the terrible graphics, and I'm sure the controls are screwed up, too. It oh, and the
1: camera, the, I bet you
2: get sick. And 64, so it had a weird controller to start with. Yeah. Uh, and the camera, I'm sure, would make me motion sick if I. we were playing it on a... Uh, maybe by then we had a 25-inch color TV. I don't know. Might not have been. We are been we are like hella old, as we talked about, so maybe. Yeah. Um, This is pretty high on the list. This, I think... Is going to be the new number 11.
1: So, slotting in between Dynasty Warriors 2 for the PlayStation 2 and Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Yeah. Also for the PS2, right? Yeah.
2: Yes. Um,
1: okay. Star Trek The Next Generation for the SNES.
2: Okay. It's a bad game. <laughs> not a Not a winner and it's a puzzle game. It is a bad game. It is mostly a puzzle game. <laughs> You can fuck yourself up by not taking the right crew down. Yep. Um, the space dogfighting is rare, but it actually kind of worked in that game. It wasn't as bad. I it
1: was way more interesting than it is on the TV show.
2: Yes. Um. the The levels were weird and eerie.
1: It was a it
2: it, it was a much darker, weirder Star Trek universe. Yeah.
1: And also, it was um, in the era when... I don't even know how people played video games back then. If you didn't have the Nintendo Power Magazine with all the maps, what were you even supposed to do?
2: Uh, you just had to draw a map yourself and play it 400 times. <laughs> yes. I and mean, that was the only thing you could do. Yeah. All of those games were sort of designed so that it would be okay if it was the only game you owned. I think that's true, yeah. Um, but, still, it's a bad game. Uh, it's, um, it's the new number 25. Oh, damn! <laughs>
1: That means it's only ahead of California Games for the Atari and Jet Moto at this point.
2: Yeah, it's worse than Video Pinball, and I like it less than Defender of the Crown, for sure. Um, I guess I'll put SNES, although there's not going to be another one of these that comes up.
1: No, but the next one you'll have to put parentheses parentheses SNES as well, because it's Doom for the SNES.
2: Okay, because that's the version we had.
1: Yep, and it must be a hundred times worse than whatever the computer version was.
2: Yeah, I imagine so. So, Doom, another pretty flawed game, also was not particularly important to me. Right. We're, this is, we're sort of in a new tier here. So, this is the new number 26. It's still better than California Games, of course. <laughs> but you could play Hacky Sack in California Games. <laughs> California Games was garbage. That was garbage, <laughs> for sure. It was way too ambitious for the Atari. Sure. The only semi-complicated game that Atari, I think, ever pulled off was Defender. Yeah. And you just had to accept that a person you were trying to rescue was a one-by-two block. But wasn't that just
1: literally just an arcade game that they managed to port? Yeah, it was a port. Yeah, Yeah, exactly.
2: But, like, California game's too complicated. None of the things you're trying to do make any sense. Also, all of those games sucked.
1: Yeah, they weren't good at all. Um, The latest Dynasty Warriors, we tried to play that was So Bad Dynasty Warriors 9.
2: Uh, Dynasty Warriors Nine. For I the got, Xbox uh, One, we played it on. about twenty hours of enjoyment out of just riding around trying to find the edges of the fucking map. It was very big, but I'm stalled in chapter two, <laughs> and I likely will never play it again.
1: I'm not. I don't think I. I think I uninstalled it.
2: <laughs> uh, it just
1: it wasn't. Uh, you know, I'll let you speak for it, obviously. But it wasn't what the other Dynasty Warriors were.
2: No, so they try to introduce a big open world. There are weird so you go you can go through all of China at any time. There are weird chapters, recruiting people is strange, finding items is strange. I got a couple of horses to level one hundred.
1: There you go. That's but like
2: it didn't Dynasty Warriors works on individual stages. Where you don't have to explain how there could still be 10,000 people at Hulao Gate after you killed 10,000 people at Yellow Turban. <laughs> right, yep. Um, so this is in at number 22. Worse than Final Fantasy V. Still better than F-Zero, All I Alright, suck at F-Zero.
1: Uh, last one for today. You know what, let's do one more Parentheses SNES. SimCity.
2: Okay. Uh, obviously not as good as if you had a computer. Yeah. But we didn't. Nope.
1: And... We didn't get that uh, uh, that tower, that first tower, of, until way after everyone
2: else. That's right. So... <laughs> uh, this is tough. Because, honestly, it's still perfectly playable. It's still SimCity.
1: Especially if you use that money code. Which, which is what
2: to. I do on the PC anyway. You have to use so, it. So... <laughs> SimCity's too hard. It's not fun. Um... In many ways this is the simplest SimCity and in many ways that makes it the best SimCity. Yeah. Cause once you're like putting down water lines and electricity and you have to deal with your landfill and a bunch of stuff, it's not it's not as fun as just building your big town and being like, oh I need more residential here. Ooh, if I rezone this block I can get it to become a high rise. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. The <clears throat> the newer sim cities are like now in video games where you have to like brush your horse. Exactly. And you're like, why am I why why do they think we want to do this? Do they think we want to spend our time brushing horses? What's
2: happening? So I actually kinda like this one. I recognize that it's kind of mid-tier on this list, but I'm putting it in above the latest Call of Duty at number 16. So not as good as Legend of Gaia, which was a blockbuster find. Yep, yeah, an accidental um, find. But better than some of the ones below it. And I I don't love Air Combat 2's position on here because it was a lot of fun. It's just that all of the ones since have been so much better.
1: Yeah, there was something kind of neat when we would dogfight each other in that canyon, that one dogfight stage. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Well, uh, as we, we've as done it stands, uh then there's been some movement. I mean, we have a new number one. That's Skyrim.
2: Um, yep. Will will a game ever replace Jet Moto at the bottom? <laughs> that's right. Jet Moto it's hard to imagine.
1: Remains at the bottom. I'll have to think about it. I want to give it some thought. Maybe next time I'll name 10 bad games and see if we can get below Jet Moto. <laughs>
2: yeah, you have mostly been naming games that were big in, in my life. So
1: Yeah. Well, you know, the ones that weren't good, we didn't play for very long, so I don't remember them that well. But um, yeah.
2: Well, I already I already gifted you a couple of uh, ideas from the TurboGrafx library, really. <laughs> so
1: we'll see. All right, well, next week's a Star
2: Trek. It is, and if you're playing along, Ben, uh, we're watching The Omega Glory. Yeah. The Bonding. Oh, hell yes. Civil Defense. Yeah. The Q and the Gray. That's not going to be good. And the Zindi. We're, we're a into that.
1: Dark fucking period
2: we're in the expanse now sure the pelvic expanse uh tweet at us send us an email read a poem sure I think we've made it pretty clear we will interact with it even
1: if you're very snide and make remarks the whole time about how you're classing up the joint
2: uh we will keep reading it definitely any fruit thoughts please uh, (laughs) we'll be happy to address those in two weeks
1: yeah I think that's it I think we did good
2: All right. Good job, everybody.
1: A real good hand fruit in your hand. Don't put the canned ones in your hand. You'll get.
2: No, you'll get get a sugar fist. You're gonna get a
1: (laughs) Yeah, you said it better than I did. You get a bad case of sugar fist.